everybody, and welcome back to the Tanya Joy Show. You know, I have a question. Did any of you ever think we would be living in a world, whether you're in America or Canada, where you would actually risk prison for preaching the word of God? So in the era of COVID, we've seen that Western civilization has changed for the worse. We've seen that truly in order to follow God's word, his calling on your life, you've got to be willing to risk everything. People are losing everything. You've got to be willing to risk your life, your freedom, your income, your family, your friends. So my question for you is, would you be willing to take that risk? Do you believe that as a Christ follower, you should actually follow what he's instructed in the word? Today's guest has been an example of that. He's been an example of following God's word at all costs. Many of you, I'm sure, know our guest today. We've got Pastor Arthur Pulowski back, the Calgary preacher from Street Church Ministries, who is gonna share, after being set free, what he's up against now. Welcome, today is Tuesday, November 28th. I'm Tanya Joy, and this is The Tanya Joy Show. Okay, well, we weren't shocked. Now, welcome back to the show. As well, I'm so excited to have you both on the show. And I know we had such good uh, feedback and reception. General Flynn, what an honor. Joshua Joshua tracked me down in a big tent of about 4,000 people. How are you? I am doing so great. Hello, everybody. Thank God, I am wonderfully great. Hello. Thank you very much. Because... What is prayer? I just do it. You know what I mean? And I'm thrilled to be here with the two of you. <laughs> Me too. It's like... And that's who these crazies, these evil ones. It is. You said it right. Good job. Perfect. All right. The Gibson sisters. We are so excited to have them on with us on Resistance Chicks today. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's time to rise. These people that get higher up. How sometimes I've thought. These are glory days and not gloomy days. Like I love that. You know, and it, it kind of works. What's awesome about the tour is people like you. Good. I love the applause. That's cool. There we go. Thank Hi, you. Joy. Everybody, welcome. We are so excited. Are you ready to get the show on the road? Let's go. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Tanya Joy Show. We are going to bring Pastor Archer on in. Hello. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me on your show. I am great. Right. Like, praise God. It's like such an exciting thing. When I got to see you in Miami, it was just like, oh, what, what a joy to see you now on this side of it. So fill everybody in. How, how did this go? Give the story. Well, uh, it's Christmas in November, as Bo Polney is uh, reminding us uh, about. And um, <laughs> it's, it has been fascinating adventure for the past few years. That's for sure. I have been arrested so many times and ticketed so many times that I kind of um, put the numbers together, but I'm not even sure myself all my lawyers how many citations and tickets we got uh was over 340 and 120 court cases and many arrests and i have been detained and of course uh i was taken to prison 
after uh, my participation in a track convoy, the Freedom Convoy. I'm sure your viewers have seen that. Um, Canada, Canadian heroes uh, impacted the whole world, I believe, with a message, a very simple one, with a message of hope that when we come together, we can stand against the tyrants, the modern pharaohs of today. I was asked uh, because of my get out video because of my advocacy and standing against those tyrants you gotta remember i was the first canadian to get a COVID ticket um for my horrible crime of insisting on feeding the homeless that were uh, being kicked out from shelters uh, because the shelters were uh, being shut down and the soup kitchens um illegal uh, deemed illegal uh, so i kept feeding the people uh, living under the bridges and dying out of starvation turning into crime and uh, of course that became a uh, crime itself according to this rogue woke government uh, the totalitarian regime that we have right now in canada um they did a big deal out of it i end up all over the news it became the international news and they harassed us every single week. We feed the homeless people, thousands of them, every single week. And we have been doing this for the past 24 years. And they attacked us without mercy, tickets after tickets. And the culmination, I don't know if you remember, was the December of 2020 when uh, we had this crazy government declared that, that Christmas is being canceled, that you're not allowed to have your friends or family members, uh, no dinners, no celebrations, no church, no Lord's Supper. Even the government went so far that they prohibited singing. Uh, no brother. I forgot for about that. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Right? It, it, we're talking about the total insanity, yeah. nothing based on science, of course. It was a made up stuff. The sit six feet apart, made up. Uh, the, the muzzle, like for a dog, a made up stuff. Uh, nothing works. A virus is 1000 times smaller than the bacteria. We knew it was a hoax. We knew it was a, 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 a totalitarian um, approach to this to take our rights away and i'm not denying the sickness don't get me wrong i get i got three children if you have children you know that from time to time you get a flu and then they just bring something from school um, i get that i'm not denying that they are viruses and sickness out there of course there are and they have been since the fall of the men and only in heaven and only when jesus shows up there will be no death no sickness uh no viruses and and no tears um however what the government did had nothing to do with keeping us safe actually quite opposite that was their approach to murder canadian citizens to 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 enslave us to take our right away and that's exactly what they did i grew up as you can tell behind the iron curtain under the boots of the soviets so i decided to resist and i kept resisting them and for my uh, invitation put it this way to the canadian population to come to the biggest christmas festival in the country and thousands uh, showed up we had over 100 police officers anti-terrorists uh, showed up we had the chief of police 52 police cars and i end up with 15 more tickets for daring to feed the poor during christmas celebration for giving them gifts and i did according to the totalitarian regime i did the unthinkable i did something that they said the whole city is going to die for i had carolers we were singing songs and that was unacceptable and i end up in court of course multiple times anyway fast forward that's how my life looked like for two years 
um, for three years actually up to now. But 2020 was very intense on the streets, and then they started to show up in uh, buildings. So I pastored two churches. One is called Street Church, and that's the church for the poor, where we, you know, sing praises, we feed the poor, we have barbecues, and we, um, you know, share testimonies and short messages to the people. It's a church for the poor on the streets. But I also pastor a regular church in a building where we teach history and theology, and, and it's in a building. And so that's where the government decided to show up now. And I'm sure you remember when they entered our facility illegally, by the way, against the Criminal Code of Canada, against the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, against human rights, against the Constitution. I mean, total lawlessness, but they did it anyway. And uh, I had only one message for them. Get out. Get out, you Nazis. Get out, you Gestapo. Get out, because you're acting like the villains of old. And I didn't know at that time that that little statement from a little emigrant from Poland is going to circulate the globe. Mm -hmm. And that was the number one video played during Passover weekend. I mean, I couldn't believe it when... I finished my sermon and I opened my phone. It was a total gong show. Um, but they came back with a vengeance. They found yeah. crooked judges like um, David Gates, Adam Germain, um, John Rook, the crook, as I call him, and uh, Gordon Crinky, and, and then some uh, crooked uh, government agents, crown prosecutors like Stephen Johnston and others. And they came pounding. I was told that I embarrassed them on the global scales and I have to pay for it. And I got arrested in the middle of the highway with my brother, David, for, listen, inciting people to come to church, officiating an illegal gathering, participating in illegal gathering. I was even arrested for baptizing my daughter. Um, we spent three days, two nights on concrete. We saw another judge, a crooked judge. Then I decided to come to United States to warn you to tell you what's happening behind the Iron Curtain in Canada. And I was supposed to be there for a couple of weeks, and then I spent four months in the United States. Um, my message and the testimony resonated with American people. Uh, Polish people and Americans, we are like brother and sister. We're like the same. Uh, Polish mm -hmm. people fought for liberation of our country, for independence for thousands of years. And of course, your history is a history of resisting tyrants and your independence and freedom is in your DNA, just like in Polish people. So I fit right at home. And quite often I say, I don't care if Americans want me, I have adopted myself. <laughs> and I am an American, either you like it or, or not. We love you. No, we, we, we adopt you. We love it. And, and Canada and America have always been very close friends. I mean, we're, we're allies. We're, we're, you know, we, like, I, I mean, I grew, I grew up going back and forth between Canada. I went to ministry school in Canada. I never felt like I was somewhere else. I felt like I was home. Um, it, so it's, it's the people. We just don't like any of our government. That's the issue. That, that, that's right. That's right. You know, if you would elect a man like me into power, um, we would do business with our neighbors um, right. nonstop, in and out, because that's what you do. You know, you want to be a good neighbor and you yes. want to bless each other. That That's how it's supposed to be. But of course, you have a rogue, crooked government. Um, yeah. Of course, the government that stole your election. And we have a government that stole our election because yeah. I don't know if you know, when they use the Dominion machines 
in your stolen election immediately after that they brought the dominion machines to canada and we had our election <laughs> so they tested it out on us and they went okay it works let's take it on up that's oh right God. so uh, don't kid yourself our government was not democratically elected right. they've stolen our election as well but anyway going back to the story uh that's how it looked like for 2020 and 2021 in and out of jail um, in and out of court, I spent more time in a court than in a church as a pastor. And um, upon arrival from the United States, I don't know if you remember, I was immediately arrested stepping out of the plane on the tarmac. Um, I've never, ever seen anyone in my life being arrested at the airport, uh, you know, on the tarmac. I only watched movies at Hollywood productions mm -hmm. that you would see stuff like this. and But it happened to me. Taken to jail. Um, charged criminally uh, for again the same charges not wearing a muzzle baptizing my daughter uh, having illegal gatherings etc just like the soviets did when i was growing up behind the iron curtain so anyway uh, in and out of uh, court arrested by rcmp that's like your uh, fbi in the middle of the highway released arrested uh, for participation um, in a protest uh, released again, and then the truck convoy came, and I was, at that time, I was called Canada's pastor or freedom pastor, and they contacted me, and they said, would you uh, be willing to conduct a series of church services for the truckers and farmers, and they didn't have to ask. There was a great um, joy, pleasure, and honor to be able to do that. So I did multiple of them here in Calgary. At that time, we had 20,000 people marching with us every week in different cities. Yeah. And off they went to Ottawa. Some went to Milk River and Coots. Coots is a point of entry between Alberta and Montana. And they asked me if I would come to do uh, church services there because they were a little bit down. They were um, armed police officers with machine guns, pointing guns at their children playing a street hockey and it was a very big tension and they asked will you come and cheer us up because it's really really depressing mm -hmm. so i went i took my son nathaniel i went with my worshiper uh, we had speakers food and i did a church service with a holy communion in milk river that's like 12 kilometers from kutz the rcmp which is like your fbi they blocked the street and i went to them they filmed me they took pictures not a big deal they always film me um, no matter what I do, they're listening to this, um, I'm sure, as we speak right now. Um, and so I asked them if they would let me go to Kutz because I want to do the same thing in Kutz, which is a church service. They opened the barricade for me and we went to Kutz and I delivered a 19-minute sermon to a hurting Canadians under the boots of a modern-day tyrants. And um, we had Holy Communion. We were singing hymns, national anthem. I prayed for people. And here is what I said during my 19-minute sermon. I told the Canadian people to stand for God and state given rights. I told them to do it peacefully, no guns, no swords. I reminded them about solidarity movement that I witnessed with my own eyes when I was growing up. And I told them to stand, and if they don't want to stand for them, I asked them to stand for their children because communism, socialism, fascism, or any, you know, mixture of those things, like a hybrid of things, um, is hell on earth. And mm -hmm. I'm telling you, you don't want children to taste that hell. And that's it. Um, RCMP was there, you know, undercover cops, not a big deal, packed room, it resonated with the people. And I left. No one stopped me. 
No one said a word uh, from the authorities. They opened the barricade again and off we went home. A few days later, I stepped out of my house and I'm telling you, it was absolute insanity. That was um, RCMP, so like FBI. That was um, uh, the tech. Yeah, like our CIA, probably like the whole equivalent. Yeah. The whole thing, a SWAT team showed right. up, special unit with cameras from SWAT, um, undercover police. They were uniformed Calgary police. I was arrested and taken to uh, interrogation room, mm -hmm. interrogated for hours, taken to prison, stripped naked, solitary confinement. And then the next day was a shocker. They would take me from my cell and I was placed in metal cages, um, multiple. I was stripped naked again, taken through some crazy things um, like the x-rays. They were screening me multiple times. I got no idea why. You know, I'm just laughing at this moment where they were looking for freedom, but I don't keep freedom behind. I keep freedom here. <laughs> and that's why they couldn't find it. Um, then again, solitary confinement. I spent 50 days in prison in a very, very difficult conditions, um, many times on concrete, no water, no washroom. Eventually kidnapped from Calgary by sheriffs, taken hundreds of miles away to Edmonton, placed in Maxpot. Maxpot is for the most dangerous terrorists in the country. And I was the only inmate in hundreds of cells. I was guarded by three guards in solitary confinement in freezing conditions. At that time, we already received an information from five different inmates from Calgary that they were getting incentives to murder me um, by the wishes of the guards. So we knew the government wants me dead. And that's where I said my goodbyes to my wife. And, and I said, I don't think I'm coming out. I think they have a full intention of murdering me here. And the judge learned about this. And there was a good judge. You know, there's still good police officers, still good guards, still good doctors and nurses, and still good judges. Not everyone is bought and paid for. Many are, but there are still some good people. When the judge heard about all of this craziness that was happening to me, it scared the government and they moved me. Are you ready? They moved me to a psych ward without the evaluation of the doctors, without the knowledge of Alberta Health Services, completely wow. illegal. And I spent a week over there and eventually I was released on bail and then the, had my day in trial. Crown, cross, uh, Crown prosecutor accused me of causing Canadian economy over $400 million worth of damages for my 90-minute sermon compared my sermon to Rwanda genocide, said that I am like a man that was inciting murder on other people. And guess what? Gordon Krenke, the judge in Alberta, agreed with him and said anyone that participated in a truck convoy is a criminal and therefore I'm guilty because I was inciting them to keep standing for God and state given rights. Um, sentencing was happening in uh, September 18th. I was on house arrest for a year and a half since I was released from prison. And um, because of the international spotlight on the story and you, America, if it was not for American politicians and the shows that were willing to talk about the media attention and the pressure, especially from Ohio, state house, uh, state representatives in Ohio, 
um, did a, re a passed a resolution to put Canada on a watch list as a nation that persecutes Christians. It was a big deal. It was a yeah. huge thing, and the pressure was building up. I was facing. 12 years of imprisonment. I became the first Canadian in the history of this country to be charged with inciting mischief, 10 years attached to it. And I have been the first one ever charged with, with interfering with the crucial infrastructure under the Defense Act, a terrorism charge. Yeah. And I was found guilty on terrorism. So wow. after giving a sermon telling people to do it peacefully uh, is considered a terrorist. Yeah. And I was that, guilty on all of it. That's unbelievable. Look, I'm going to hold you there. We're going to take a quick commercial break because that is just, I want, you know, Christians need to understand the reality. This wasn't a hundred years ago. This wasn't in the Bible days, you guys. Like we're in November. Pastor Archer just got released from this two months ago. So when we come back, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what that was like and what he's up against now, which is really exciting things. So everybody hang tight. We will be right back in a moment. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98 or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Hey friends, you already know the answer to this, but we'll ask you anyway. If you stay away from your favorite junk food for a month and then go back to supersizing it, will your health improve? Well, that's the thing about change. To change, we have to be as consistent as possible. And when we go back to an old habit, it's not the end of the world. We just get back at the new habit. Before you know it, Real transformation is evident to you and others. That's why we offer a bunch of helpful bonuses when you subscribe to Kingdom Fuel. Kingdom Fuel is our complete nutritional meal shake. It's the simple start to a transformed life, and we'll auto-ship every month so you don't run out. You'll receive two free shaker cups, free access to our video courses, and a monthly call with us filled with practical inspiration. Just see the link below or on your screen and subscribe today. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, political instability. All of these can have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. But they can also cause gold and silver to go up. Hi, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Buy gold, buy silver, buy now, but buyer beware. Precious metals companies are not created equal. As a PhD economist, I have been in the financial, economic, and precious metals business for three decades. The philosophy of my firm is people over profit. 
I encourage you to read my bio to learn more about me at kirkelliotphd.com. Now is the time to own physical medals in an IRA, 401k, and outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets any longer. Call 720-605-3900 or visit kirkelliotphd.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Tanya Joy Show. Remember that you can watch all of our content every day on the Blessed News Network or on our Rumble channel, Clout Hub Facebook, on our um, direct website. So please make sure you go check out our website, tanyajoy.tv. That looks like Tania, for those of you that uh, have not seen how I spell my name a little different, T-A-N-I-A-Joy.tv. What an amazing man Pastor Archer is. We're going to bring him back in and continue this conversation. Thank you so much for being here, Pastor Archer, and for sharing all this. My gosh, so after all of this, I mean, three years, and you're up against this, you're you're getting ready to, you know, I know we were praying here, we were getting the emails and the updates, and, and we, were, we were holding you up because we knew that if you got convicted, this would have set a, a standard across the world, across your country, across our country, that for preaching, we all could end up in prison like this forever. I mean, th- this was huge. So now catch us up. What was that like? You go to court, you know you're up against this 12 years imprisonment. And then what happened? Yeah, of, of course, you know, it's no fun when you're dealing with lawlessness because we have to remember everything our governments did during the past three and a half years was illegal everything. You're dealing with Nazis, communists, socialists, Marxists, whatever you want to call them, you're dealing with tyrants. Tyrants don't care. And here's a fascinating part of of the story. When I was in the United States on my tour after we got arrested in the middle of the highway by by SWAT team, um, I was meeting people, Americans, all across your beautiful country. And they would come to me and they said, well, this will never happen to America because we have the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. And I look at them and I said, you don't understand what you're dealing with. Tyrants don't care about your piece of paper. Tyrants don't care about your human rights. They don't care about your uh, Declaration of Independence. (laughs) They are tyrants. Pharaohs don't care about if you live and die, they care about you only as a social insurance number, pay your taxes, work like a slave, or we can have more slaves in your place. And that's what you're dealing with. And I think many Americans missed the boat in understanding what we're talking about. So anyway, going back to the story, is no fun when you're dealing with tyrants and when you're dealing with rogue uh, woke agents of the tyrants because a law and order means nothing to them. It's all propaganda. Uh, don't kid yourself. My trials were show trials. What I mean by this, during communism, when I was growing up, they would charge a person and they had this famous saying, I remember as a kid, when the police officers were saying, give us a man, we'll find something. On that man. So, in other words, we can make stuff up. We can always manufacture something. And that's exactly what happened in my case. The Crown Prosecutor accused me, manufactured 
stuff that I, with my 90-minute sermon, caused Canadian economy over $400 million worth of damages because what did I say? Stand for God and stay given rights and do this for your children. Total insanity. So I knew I'm dealing with a very evil entity. And during that time, I have become very popular um, within the freedom movement around the world. So the government was hesitant to send me to prison for many years. So what they tried to do for about 10 months, they tried to bribe me. And that's the modest operandi, if you will, with a rogue government that uh, just wants you on their side because either they can martyr you and you become even more popular um, and the movement more popular or they can buy you out. So I was offered $2 million to stop doing what I'm doing. I was offered a guaranteed seat at a legislature um, right here. I would become a politician for the ruling party. I was offered a government job, $250,000 a year. I was offered all kinds of different things. If I would shut up, that was the mm. number one thing, keep quiet and join us. Wow. I couldn't do that. I'm a pastor. I told them I am not a whore of Babylon. I'm not a Judas Iscariot. I, you know, if God wants me to have money, he is going to give it to me and not I don't have to sell my faith. I don't have to sell the people, my family, my children. I don't have to sell my Jesus for a silver coin. Uh, yeah. If God wants me to have something, he's going to touch the hearts of the people and they will, they will give it to me. I don't have to be a Judas. So I said mm -hmm. no. So after the bribery, believe it or not, coercion and a blackmail started to happen. I received multiple phone calls from people that call themselves the fixers. And apparently there was a meeting between the highest people in the land and the fixers, and they were told, uh, we have to eliminate Artobolowski from the board game because he is jeopardizing our federal uh, future election that we're going to have next year because I'm exposing the government. I'm exposing what this government did to their own people, which is murder, which is coercion, which is blackmail if it comes to shots and, and other things. People are still dying. Uh, twice as many people are dying in Canada than in any uh, normal times in some areas. In some areas. Oh, sorry. No worries. I don't know why this is doing... Make sure it's not someone in, in an emergency. Sometimes it'll only break through if it's an emergency. Uh, well, in my life, it's pretty much every day, some kind of an emergency, you know. And that's the thing. People look at me and they say, um, why you're so passionate and why you're so vocal and yelling and screaming something. Listen, I deal with death on a regular basis with horror stories every day from what the government did to the people. People lost their businesses, they've lost their jobs, yeah. they lost their loved ones, children, fathers, mothers, grandmas, grandpas. I mean, I'm dealing with this and it, this is on the government. The government did this to the people. You gotta remember, yeah. they did this. Those people would be still alive if the government would not be would not betray the people. Mm -hmm. If I had the power, I would charge them with treason because that's exactly what they're guilty of. So going back to, to what happened, um, I was told by the fixers 
that if I will not shut up, if I will not withdraw myself from political realm and stop talking, the judge is bought and paid for, Gordon Crinky, the judge that is not even from that city. He was brought by the government from totally different region to oversee this trial. So we knew we were in trouble um, from the same region that the premier of Alberta is. Premier mm. is like your governor. So mm -hmm. I knew the guy is bought and paid for, and that's exactly what the fixer said. And um, the last conversations ended when they realized I'm not bowing, I'm not scared of them. They said, uh, that said, pack your bags, you're going to prison for a very long time. And then wow. the sentencing happened. There was a big truck convoy that was supposed to come in August. My sentencing was scheduled for August, and a big truck convoy was coming from all over Canada. And they realized this could turn into a Freedom Convoy 2.0. Mm -hmm. So they pushed my sentencing to September 18. So I uh, arrived over there. I kissed my family goodbye. I was told by my lawyers I may not come out of of court i um you know gave everything to my um to my family took a few hundred dollars for canteen for prison food and um and and went in before i went in i gave a sermon which i tried to do the most damage i could to the enemy so i repeated everything that got me into the trouble in the first place and i added a hundred percent more and i said now now come and get me I'm not bowing, and I want the Canadian people to rise up and stand up against this this craziness, those villains, this totalitarian regime. Don't quit. Don't give up. Even if I don't come out of this building, you are here. Keep pushing. Keep fighting the tyrants, the Nazis and communists yeah. today. So I went in. I was packed house. It was a lots of hundreds of people in a in a um, courtyard there, outside, inside. They brought extra security because, you know, we are very dangerous um, Christians. Mm -hmm. And um, and here is a bizarre thing. They were going back and forth, the Crown Prosecutor, that crooked liar, manipulator, Stephen Johnston, with our lawyers back and forth, how long I should be in prison for my horrible crime. He wanted a minimum one year. The judge said he has 12 years at his disposal. And then suddenly he stopped and says, I need to go. The and judge did? The judge did, which I've never ever, and I'm a little bit of a an expert in this criminal enterprise of feeding people and preaching. Mm -hmm. people. I have been in court over 120 times, so I've never seen something like this before. The judge stops everything, walks out, and says, before he does that, I have to consult, I have to discuss this with others. We don't know to this day who were those others, politicians, other judges. We don't know, but when he came out of that meeting, he says, time served. And I walked out of that building, which was a total miracle because everyone, including your analysis, political analysis of the United States of America, I won't tell you the names, but the biggest heads in United States in the political realm that I talked to or my family talked to, they all said, listen, you're going yeah. to prison. There is no way you can come out of this. You have embarrassed them globally they need to make an example out of you you're not coming out and yet i did uh, i want to just share something with you the night before my sentencing we had to go 
to Lethbridge, which is hundreds of kilometers away from where we live. Um, we rented a hotel and um, I had my last meal, if you will. And I had a dream. And I usually don't dream. I mean, everyone dreams, but I don't remember my dreams. But when I do dream and I remember the dreams, they're always God's dreams. And here is what I saw. I was standing on a beach and um, in front of the ocean. And the beach was very dirty. Lots of things, lots of garbage there and the footprints. And then a big wave came and washed all of that away. And when I looked after that wave washed this away, it was absolutely beautiful, like a paradise beach, the colors and, and clean. And there was not even a trace of a human foot. And then I heard a voice that said to me, there will not be even a trace. And I didn't know what really what that meant, except that God is going to vindicate me in the end. I walked into that court after my sermon again. Uh, we had we we had the worshippers outside, hundreds of people praying, worshiping, and I walked out of it as a free man. Um, I was under uh, very strict conditions: house arrest, probation officer. I mean, it was insane. I couldn't travel, couldn't leave the country. That's why I was not able to come and visit my American family for mm -hmm. quite a long time until. I walked out of that court. But I don't want people to feel sorry for us and, oh, poor guy, what happened to him? Because I want to share a message. And this is my, my heart is filled with this message. Here it is. Instead of defending ourselves, instead of just standing and watching the giants of today, like the Israelites did. They came for a fight. They dressed for a fight. And then they got scared because of the uncircumcised Philistines and the champion that was bigger than the mountain. Yeah. Instead of just coming and standing in defense, the message I believe that God has for the church right now is go move on the offense. Be like David. David shows up and he doesn't understand what's going on. Why you're not fighting? God is on your side. Why you're not moving? Why you're not going after the villains? They are laughing at you. They're defying the armies mm -hmm. of God. They're mocking God for 40 days, twice a day, 80 times. The enemy is laughing in your face and is mocking God. Where are you, warriors? Where are you, pastors? Where are you, church, the mighty warriors of God? David does the right thing. He believes that his God is bigger than any giant or all the giants in the land. It doesn't matter if he has a big sword or a huge uh, spear. It doesn't matter how big is his shield or how huge is his helmet. The God, the only thing that God needs is a willing man that is willing to go on the offense. David grabs what God gives him. He grabs a little stone and with that little stone, he strikes the mountain of a man and then he finishes his job with a weapon of the enemy. He takes the giant sword and mm -hmm. cuts his head off with enemy's own devices. The message is this. My friends, we have been defending for a very long time. Now it's time to be aggressive. Go after the villains. And that's what I'm doing. And that's what you can help me with. Because I hired a law firm, an entire law firm. And I'm going after the villains. I'm suing Canadian government. I'm suing police. I'm suing the prison for putting me in metal cages and psych ward. I'm going after Alberta Health Services. I'm going after anyone and everyone that tried to hurt us, if it's possible. 
So I gave a card blanche to my lawyers and I said, anyone that you can go after, please go. I don't care how much it's going to cost. I know that I know that God used my story as a, a giving a courage and a boldness to millions of people around the world. Now, I believe that God is going to use this story to give courage and boldness around the world to millions of people to go after the villains. We must make them accountable. And I'm not talking about vengeance. Vengeance belongs to God. But God uses people in his judgment, in his vengeance. God uses people. Go after them. Sue them. Let's let's destroy their corrupted so-called justice system with millions of lawsuits. Let's go after them and name them personally. Go after personal people, not just institutions. I'm telling you, they are cowards. Villains are cowards. They're bullies, and they only mm-hmm. able to bully you if you're scared. Don't be scared anymore. Look, they've tried everything in their power, possibly, to hurt me, to destroy me, to murder me. They put my house on fire. They put our church on fire. They vandalized our church for months. They unscrewed tires in my truck, trying to murder me. They tried to murder me in prison. I was physically attacked. I was in metal cages. I was in solitary. I was in psych ward. Everything they tried to do, do you see here in front of you, Amanda, the scared, terrified, broken, suicidal, ready to quit? Quite opposite. This is our time. For such a time as this, they built gallows thinking they're building those gallows for us but i'm telling you god allowed them to build those gallows for their own heads and mm. their minions their friends that did this to us so if you want to be part of this please chip in help us to pay the bills streetchange.ca there are all kinds of ways that you can participate but do not sit on the fence anymore thinking that a trouble is over because here is what I know about the villains. They will come back with something else. This is not over. Yeah. Trust me, my friends. Trust. If you don't want to trust Pastor Ardabalowski, I get that. Trust my accent. I've seen this movie before yeah. and it's not good. We must change the script. So I'm excited, actually. Um, we just got robbed. We just got robbed a few days ago. They broke into our church and they stole our equipment, $6,000. They um, broke into our truck, uh, destroyed it. Um, We had um, an attack, uh, a very vicious online attack as well. Why do you think they're attacking us? Because they're scared. Yeah, because they're scared. And that's good. Let the hyenas be scared because we were called to be lions and lionesses following the lion from the tribe of judah i mean that's why i have a lion here that's why i have that thing on the wall is a you know we are to be hunters we are to be warriors warriors women and men we are called to stand tall we are called soldiers of the almighty god we are to be like joshua and caleb god called them a man of a different spirit we are to be like esthers and deborahs willing to to lead the armies of the lord against the uncircumcised devils so the message is very simple what is the story of arthur Balowski? actually it's very simple you can fight the giants and prevail you can stand against the most powerful men in the world in quote 
and be successful. Why? Because without God, we are already defeated. The moment God shows up, they are already defeated. We know how the story ends. We win in the end. So good. Such an inspiration. And and this is, you know, everything is for a reason. We know that. And everything, you know, happens at the exact right moment. And I can't help but think here we are, right? We're getting ready for Thanksgiving and the holiday season. And this is, I believe, a time when we have to, just like you're saying, take the reins and go full speed ahead and, and not back down, not bow down such an inspiration. So for everybody watching and or if you're listening, go to streetchurch.ca. Remember in Canada, their ending is .ca. Don't go to .com because you're not going to find them. Go to .ca, donate, help Pastor Archer, whatever you can, because what he's fighting, what he's doing will impact you. It will impact me. It will impact our country. It will impact our world. So we need to support warriors like him. Pastor Archer, thank you so much for joining me on the show again. It's such an honor to know you. Um, it's just wonderful. Hang tight. We're going to finish the show um, with our scripture of the day, which is Matthew 10, 32 and 33. Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. That's the word of God, you guys. This is what Pastor is talking about. Thank you again so much for watching the show today. You can find out more about me and the show at tanyajoy.tv. Watch us daily, the Tanya Joy Show on Rumble, all streaming devices or platforms, um, as well as the Blessed News Network. And please don't forget to share the Tanya Joy Show. God bless you, and we'll see you next time. As our audience knows, uh, we don't do it. We don't promote anything unless it works. I fell off a ladder, fell down on, a, on my leg, opened it up, and it was great pain in it. So I, I, I used the patch, and immediately it went away. No pain. Backed by scientific research and rigorous lab testing, even people who have suffered for decades are getting amazing results. We now have hundreds of testimonials for pain relief, allergy relief, anti-anxiety, brain boost, keto boost, and many other solutions, all with zero drugs and no side effects. Quantum is simply about two things. One, intentions, as a man thinketh, so he is. And two, renewing your mind with the word of God. This unique yet potent multi-sensory approach is powerful, and it works. The patch provides the touch, and the included prayer guide uses your sight, speech, and hearing to utilize the senses God gave you. That's the quantum effect. Are you ready to experience the quantum effect? Go to QEstrong.com and use code B4A at checkout. Here at the Tanya Joy Show, we are growing in many ways. From new marketing strategies, the continual new lineup of guests, and even new show structures, we are constantly working hard on stretching out to reach more people with the truth of God's word and the truth about the days we are in. But we need your help for the next steps. If you would consider partnering with us for just $10 a month, basically the price of going to a coffee shop, it would assure that we can keep on growing. Go to tanyajoy.tv right now and set up auto-donate. It will automatically come out every month. And every donation you make is now tax-deductible through our nonprofit. 
We want to keep giving back and we need your help. So thank you from the bottom of our heart for partnering with us in this way. Again, go to tanyajoy.tv right now. And for just $10 a month, you can make a huge difference in how we continue in this fight. Again, that's tanyajoy.tv, $10 a month, set it up, auto pay, and we will be so grateful. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart. God bless you. And remember, truth always wins. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Beauty for Ashes with Tanya Joy. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you've enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and remember you were created for such a time as this.